Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of the CoreCast. I'm your host, Chris Harris, a certified Pilates instructor and personal trainer who's been helping my clients improve their fitness, become stronger, and rehabilitate from injury for over 17 years. I'm going to share some of the information that I've learned from my experience with you. Today's episode is about Pilates and chronic pain. We will discuss different types of chronic pain conditions, including arthritis and fibromyalgia, and we'll explore different and effective ways to help treat it, including Pilates. According to the National Institutes of Health, chronic pain affects more than 25 million Americans, with an estimated cost of over $100 billion annually in healthcare and lost productivity. Chronic pain is defined as pain that lasts for more than 12 weeks and can be caused by various conditions such as arthritis, fibromyalgia, back pain, neck pain, and headaches. It can have a significant impact on a person's quality of life, leading to physical and emotional distress, depression, anxiety, and sleep disturbances. Chronic pain is a complex condition that requires a multidisciplinary approach to manage effectively, including medication, physical therapy, and lifestyle changes. Pilates can be a beneficial form of exercise to help manage chronic pain. We're going to talk more in depth about pain now. Pain begins in receptor nerve cells found beneath the skin and organs throughout the body. These receptor cells carry messages along nerve pathways to the spinal cord when you're sick or you're injured. Pain can be slight, like a mild headache, or it can be excruciating and emergent, like the pain that accompanies kidney stones. Pain can be acute, meaning new. Pain can be subacute, lasting for a few weeks or months or chronic, lasting for more than three months. Chronic pain is one of the costliest health problems in the U.S. As we discussed earlier, the economic consequences of chronic pain include lost income, lost productivity, and increased medical expenses. According to johnshopkinsmedicine.org, chronic pain is defined as long-standing pain that persists beyond the usual recovery period or occurs along with a chronic health condition. What causes chronic pain? There may be many causes of chronic pain. It can come from a past illness or injury, or it can be an ongoing cause of pain, such as arthritis or cancer. Chronic pain can be developed from development of kinesiophobia or the fear of movement. A person will fear the activity or movement they, that they experienced that, that resulted in that pain. So this Psychological response to trauma makes it much more difficult to get out of pain, as movement is a key part of restoring mobility and the body restoring that normal function. So we're going to talk about what's called the terrible triad. According to hopkinsmedicine.org, the terrible triad happens when pain becomes such a problem that it interferes with your normal activities and work. Pain may cause you to become preoccupied with the pain, depressed and irritable. And depression and irritability often lead to insomnia and weariness, leading to more irritability and depression and pain. And this state is called the terrible triad of suffering. The urge to stop the pain may make some people go to a, a drug dependent or kind of resort to repeated surgeries, just trying to find a way to alleviate that pain. We're going to talk about a couple different types of chronic pain. Arthritis is one. It is a medical condition that involves inflammation and stiffness of one or more joints in the body, and it can cause pain, swelling, and limited mobility over the affected joints. There are over a hundred different types of arthritis, but the most common ones are osteoarthritis and rheumatoid arthritis. 
Osteoarthritis is a degenerative condition that occurs when the productive cartilage that cushions the joints wears down over time. Rheumatoid arthritis, on the other hand, is an autoimmune disease that causes the immune system to attack the joints, leading to inflammation and damage. Arthritis can affect people of all ages, but is really more common among older adults. Fibromyalgia is a medical condition characterized by widespread pain in muscles, ligaments, and tendons. It's a disorder of the central nervous system that causes heightened sensitivity to pain and other sensory stimuli. In addition to pain, fibromyalgia can cause fatigue, sleep disturbances, headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, depression, and anxiety. The exact cause of fibromyalgia is not known, but is believed to be related to a combination of genetic, environmental, and psychological factors. There is no cure for fibromyalgia, but it can be managed with a combination of medication, exercise, stress reduction, and other therapies. In treating chronic pain, it can affect all parts of your life, so a multidisciplinary approach to pain management is often utilized to help manage that pain. What are the benefits for Pilates for chronic pain? Strengthening the primary muscular support system of the body reduces the pressure off the back, knees, and joints, leading to an overall reduction of pain. The Pilates exercises are low impact. They increase muscle strength and are altered to fit an individual's body ability. It works by shifting the focus of your brain to the body instead of the painful areas. Some other benefits include, again, pain reduction, reducing muscle stiffness, improvement of posture, helping with injury recovery, increasing control over pain, reducing the risk of future injury, increasing the overall sense of well-being, increasing flexibility and joint mobility, and helping improve the focus overall and boosting brain power. So is Pilates safe for chronic pain? Pilates and other movement therapies are useful for chronic pain because the exercises work to counteract the cycle of pain that results from kinesiophobia. Movements are balanced and controlled and actually help with recovery from pain. The exercises can be done in a reclining or sitting position, which can make exercises partial weight-bearing, which is much easier on the joints. The coordinated movement with breath increases body awareness, and the focus is not on the number of repetitions, but on the control of breath and movement. So conditions that Pilates can help with are arthritis. The low-impact gentle exercises strengthen the muscles and reduce pressure on the joints. Chronic back pain is another thing that Pilates can help. It stabilizes a core's lumbopelvic region and alleviates the stress on that area. It helps to strengthen those weaker stabilizer muscles that often create pain. With fibromyalgia, Pilates emphasizes breathing techniques to prevent muscle tension so that muscles can relax. And those breathing techniques can bring oxygen into the bloodstream and help improve circulation. Some helpful tips for practicing Pilates with chronic pain. Try doing Pilates first thing in the morning to push back fatigue. You want to keep repetitions to a minimum. Remember, it's about the quality of the movement, not the quantity. Slow movements down. If you feel discomfort, to keep those muscles comfortable throughout the movement. Simplify exercises that you feel are challenging. Really important here, find a trained and certified Pilates instructor who has worked with clients who have experienced chronic pain. And most of all, be patient. Your muscle strength and improvement in health will take some time. So we're going to go over some Pilates exercises that are good for chronic pain, and this is according to Healthline.com. The first exercise is the pelvic clock. 
It's an excellent exercise to help gain awareness of the body and it can teach you how to isolate the abdominals and pelvis while keeping the rest of the body relaxed. You want to lie on your back with your knees bent and your feet flat on the floor. Your legs should be parallel and hip width distance apart. Keep your neck and shoulders relaxed and away from your ears and rest your hands on your hips. Imagine that there is a clock lying flat on your hip bones. 12 o'clock is at your belly button, 6 o'clock is at your pelvic bone, and 3 and 9 are your hip bones. You want to contract your abdominals and tilt your pelvis to slightly flatten your back. Your pelvic bone is at 6 o'clock and it should now be higher. Keep your upper body relaxed and use your abs to tilt your pelvis so now the 3 o'clock hip is lower. Continue to move around the clock, tilting your pelvis at 6 o'clock and then your hip at 9 o'clock repeating in the opposite direction and doing this two to three times. The second exercise is bent knee fallouts, and this exercise will emphasize the lower abs and activation of the pelvic floor. You're going to lie on the floor with your knees bent, your feet flat, and your spine neutral with a slight curve. Draw your shoulder blades down your back with your shoulders away from your ears to stabilize your scapula. You're going to inhale and then exhale to pull your belly button in and contract up your abdominals. And your next exhale, let your right knee slowly open to the side without moving your hip bones. And as you inhale, bring your knee slowly back to the center. You're going to repeat this on the other leg, and you want to do about five repetitions on each leg. Focus on keeping your abdominals engaged. Exercise number three is the bridge. And this exercise builds core strength. It strengthens the glutes and hamstrings and can ease tension along your back. So you're going to lie on your back with your legs bent and your feet flat on the floor. You're going to inhale to prepare and then exhale to lift your hips off the floor until your body is in a straight line. You're going to squeeze your glutes and engage your core. You want to hold for about one count at the top of the movement. And be sure to keep your shoulders on the floor and try not to overextend your back at the top. So we don't want to arch past neutral. You're going to return to that starting position. And you're repeating five to 10 times. An important thing to note when you're doing the bridge is that you're doing a very slow controlled movement. Think about lifting up one vertebrae at a time off the mat and then lowering in the same way. Very slow, very controlled. Exercise number four is called heel slides. And this exercise targets the lower abs. It's good to try it on a tile or wood floor. You want to lie on the floor with your knees bent, your feet flat, and your spine neutral with a slight curve. Draw your shoulder blades down your back shoulders away from your ears to stabilize your scapula. You're going to inhale to prepare and then exhale. Draw your belly button in and contract your abdominals. On your next exhale, slowly straighten one knee, sliding your heel along the floor, keeping your spine and pelvis still. As you inhale, bring your knee slowly back to the starting position. You're going to repeat on the other leg and do about five repetitions for each leg. Focus on remaining stable through the pelvis and use the lower abdominals to move the leg. And exercise five is ribcage arms. Start lying on your back with your knees bent and your feet flat on the floor. Place your arms straight beside your, your, on your body with your palms down. You're going to inhale and reach your arms back towards your ears. Think about your ribs softening and stabilizing through the ribcage, pulling your belly button in to support your core. And then you're going to think about isolating the movement of the arms without arching the back. As you exhale, bring your arms back down to your side, maintaining stabilization through the torso. You want to repeat this three to five times. It's really important with chronic pain to consult with your doctor before starting a new exercise program. 
A program coordinated by the certified Pilates instructor is a valuable resource due to the individualized nature of the chronic pain conditions. Pilates is a low-impact exercise that can be incredibly beneficial for those experiencing chronic pain. With its focus on proper alignment, breath control, and core strength, Pilates can improve posture, flexibility, and mobility while also reducing pain levels. It's important to work, like we said, with a qualified instructor to ensure proper form and modifications are made for any of specific limitations. If you're looking for a safe and effective way to manage chronic pain, consider incorporating Pilates in your fitness routine. Thank you for joining me today for this week's edition of the CoreCast. Make sure to subscribe or follow us on any of the major podcast platforms so you don't miss an episode. Also, you can subscribe to the CoreCast channel on YouTube, and that's Core with a K. And for other great resources, we have uh, Core Fitness AZ. That's another YouTube channel that has great workout videos, a lot of great resources there for exercise and Pilates. Follow us on Instagram at core underscore fitness underscore AZ, or check out our website, www.core-fit.com. And again, that's core with a K. For great blogs, useful resources, live stream classes, and more. See you next time.